Once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Then I jumped on the bandwagon. I'm your host, Aaliyah, and this is Heavy Business, a podcast where we talk to music industry professionals and musicians and learn together about the music industry, marketing, and other tools that can help you promote the music you put so much effort into creating. Hello and welcome. This is Heavy Business. I'm Aaliyah. And I'm Curtis. And I'm Holly. Huzzah! The squad is here and we're going to talk about what to do in between releases. Um, Holly, I want to let you start this off because you brought up something that you've been seeing lately that is a problem. (laughs) So why don't you go right into that? Yeah, it's. I'm always kind of astounded how many bands don't update their social medias and their websites. Um, the reason I've kind of noticed this is because I've been reviewing a couple of festivals recently. So I go and, you know, double check the bands and what information they've got. And so many of them haven't even like posted about being at the festival, for example. Okay, or... so these aren't even bands that don't have anything going on. Yeah, They're playing a festival and they didn't. Festivals. Yeah. This is so common. I've seen this so much I lately. So I just think it's, yeah, something we should maybe reiterate <laughs> why it's so important um so yeah yeah what? I mean why why is it so important Holly I mean it's for one thing it's a great way to reach new people and especially people at the festival are then going to go and search for these bands most likely like I did um but it's just it's just important to be active because if you're not being active on social media whether fans are going to look at you and think are they still active as a band or is it just They've not updated the social media. If you are getting record labels or PR or industry folks to look at you, it doesn't look particularly professional. Um, and it's just opportunities kind of missed, really, because you never know who's watching and who's going to see and who's going to click on your links. And you could be missing out on listeners or merch sales and everything, really. I don't know what other people do, but I noticed like um, the last couple shows I went to, uh, Pedro was there with me. Uh, what he does is every time when there's an opening band on, he pulls up their social mediums right away because he's reviewing the show. Yeah. Right? So um, if he can't find the information, like what the hell is he going to say on his review of your uh, of the show? Right. Like go by. Well, he can't like there's no way that he can even say anything about the band other than blah band open. They're good. They suck. He can't he can't go over anything else and kind of direct people to buy this stuff or say or say anything like that. So um and also, just go off what Holly said, bands won't even post when they're playing a show after a long period of inactivity, which drives me fucking nuts if you're trying to find out about it. Yeah, I mean, that just baffles me that that um, I was going to kind of, I was kind of more prepared to talk about um, bands that maybe don't have anything going on, so they're struggling to think of things to post, but First off the top, if you're playing a show, if you're playing a festival, post about it, post about it, because that's something that's going on that's important. And maintaining your social media activity is relevant for maintaining your community in the in-between times um, and staying connected with your fans. So it's very important. I did have a few ideas on things that bands can share if they don't have things going on. 
So I'll just bring those up really briefly. And then if you guys have anything to say about the, any of the particular things, mm -hmm. you can dive into any of them. Just let me know. Um, first thing, uh, inspiring art or quotes. Um, what do you think about that? Can I say first, Holly? Yeah. Okay. So I think you could go two ways with this. Like you do them quite well, Leah. Like you just do the quote straight. But what I've also seen other bands do in a humorous way is kind of meme it as well. Mm -hmm. So um, like if that's not really your thing, you don't want to be taken as being like this serious type band with this with the quote, even though you like the quote, you could do something hum humorous. Like, I don't know, stick like a satanic goat next to, you know, be all that you can be or something like that. Or, you know, something here humorous like Holly eating an ice cream cone with something, you know, nice, but it's actually humorous. Um, I think that's one way of using that. And I really like it when bands do that because it's a little bit self-deprecating, but at the same time, you can kind of tell that they want to share the message at the same time while not getting mocked for it necessarily. Um, but if you are a more serious band, I think inspiring quotes are very, very good. Depends on who it is. Obviously when you don't want to do anything too controversial, like if you go too far on the religious end, for example, you could alienate some people and, but if you don't care, totally cool. Um, or if you do like, you know, controversial people, obviously you might get shit for that. But again, if you don't care, you don't care. But just kind of be aware of who you're quoting, because I've also seen people post quotes that they thought were inspirational that were for some from some dodgy people and they didn't know that. Um, so just that's my only word, words of advice on that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um... I know for me, I've been following Daily Stoic and they have lots of uh, little tidbit bites of uh, wisdom here and there that Which are easily shareable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. That's that actually a Bible it. verse, but you know. Yep. <laughs> yep. But the Stoics did also believe that. <laughs> um. So when I'm talking about inspiring art or quotes, I'm kind of thinking more along the lines of things that actually inspire you as an artist. So, and that can be visuals that you find inspiring for your music. Love it. Um, or principles that you also reflect in your lyrics. By that same token, you could also just use your lyrics if you have like a segment of your lyrics that you want to share and I love explain. It when bands do that. I love it when bands do that personally. Yeah. yeah. So that's one one thing, one idea. Um, the next one is uh, behind the scenes photos or videos, which if you have released a music video within the last six months or so and or less you know you just any material that you haven't shared that's like behind the scenes of concerts rehearsals music video filming um content creation music creation that can be nice little packaged up um video content or photo content for your fans agreed um one thing on that i want to add i think holly was going to say something sorry holly um, one thing I want to add on that is like, don't reuse the same content over and over and over again, though. Like if you post something like that, what I personally would advise, like if you're going to reuse something, wait a few months, um, 
I personally think that's okay. I don't know how you two feel about that, but I think reusing certain photos after a certain period of time is okay. Um, and don't just use this, use photos from the same set day after day after day after day for like a couple of weeks, kind of mix it up. Um, just wanted to have that as a word of advice. Holly, you do this type of stuff a lot though. You should probably say something about this. Yeah, it's something I'm trying to do more. I mean, we're filming, today is Thursday, we're filming a video on Sunday um, and we are hopefully having like a live audience. So my plan is to ask everybody who's attending basically if they want to take photos and stuff, can they then tag us in it? Love it. And I'm going to give everyone our social media handles. So I'm hoping this will work. <laughs> we'll end up with lots of content or it might, or maybe no one will do it and we won't get anything. Um, but I think part of it is just like, you know, if you've got people backstage or whatever, just ask them, can you take backstage photos of us or little video clips? And I'm sure most people will be like, yeah, of course. So it's kind of then you also don't necessarily have to worry about doing it yourselves if other people are helping out and you'll get like different views and different angles and stuff. And that could be quite a good way of doing it. Yeah, I love that idea. It's a really good idea if you're planning ahead um enough to prepare something like that it's a great idea yeah um the next thing I have listed is the live concert videos and photos um this has been really successful for my band Shield of Wings uh, we use videos from live performance uh as short clips on TikTok and Reels and YouTube shorts and they perform really well and they give people a taste of that more real side of your band that's not quite so pristine and polished. But um, yeah, it seemed to do well for us. Um, anyway, look, what are your thoughts on that, guys? I have one on, on you. One thing I think you guys do really well, though, with yours that a lot of bands don't that needs to be kept in mind is you guys always have high quality video when you guys do that yeah i mean some people have you know if if you have like a friend who's got an iphone that really helps yeah because <laughs> that has pretty good really good quality video um but if it's so, janky yeah. if it's janky video that yeah you got to be i think that's the only thing is that like you guys are always are always posting really nice clips of yourselves which I think is an important point to make as well on that Holly what are your thoughts on this yeah no I think it's a good idea I mean one thing that comes to mind for me and I don't know if it's the same where you guys are um but say at the festival like the festival crew had their own photographers and videographers and then there's all the press and they've all done like a folder that's like you know here's all our materials if the bands want to share it please do and here's our just you know here's the credit details so you know who to credit oh. stuff so kind of think well maybe it's worth if you know there's press photographers there or or whoever you know if you can just maybe say to them would you be happy if we shared some of your photos and obviously credit you for it and they maybe they might ask for a little bit of money I don't know but if they're really good photos then it's probably worth paying them for it because you've got those photos and then you could do whatever you need to do with them so I think those are options that are kind of worth looking into yeah, um, I would have to ask another photographer about that again, but I do believe that um, someone I spoke with did say that generally speaking for social media usage, photographers don't expect, but if you 
don't expect payment, but if you were going to use it in any other capacity, you would yeah. need to compensate them. But I mean, obviously just double check on everything before you go sharing stuff. Yeah. Um, just sending them a quick message on Instagram can be sufficient. Memes about your subgenre. Uh, this I kind of like. I think it's extra specially helpful if it's more niche as opposed to just doing general metal memes. General metal memes are definitely more relatable to more people, so you might get more interaction on them, but um, they might not be as relevant for attracting people that like your music specifically. Yeah, well, it depends, right? Because like you said, if it's more niche, you might be able to get it depending upon, you know. Um, one thing, though, you want to be careful of, again, I'm, I'm being the devil's advocate today. Wow. Um, you don't want to turn into a meme band, obviously, because that's a problem that some bands have run into. So, again, you want to use this sparingly. Mm. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe once a week tops. Is that, would that, you guys say that sounds about right? Tops a month? I would say tops. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, for us, we've maybe done once a month. Yeah. I mean, yeah. mix it in. Um, definitely want to keep it focused on your music unless you want to become a meme band. I mean, there are people who do that. But, but, but I've seen bands actually where people thought they were a meme page, not a band because they were posting so many fucking yeah. memes. Yeah. So that's, that can be a problem too. And and the, I can't, I wish I could remember what the band was. I wouldn't say them publicly anyways, but I remember they didn't even have a description of the band in the bio there was no links or anything so people were going to the page thinking it was a meme page and the band's sitting there going like why aren't we getting any sales and making any money we got all these followers i really wish i could remember who it was but anyways that's a key point right there um what do you guys do for hashtags and stuff when you do that Aaliyah? that's probably a key point yeah so the only one that we really did was the nightwish elitism tiktok okay that was really uh our own original creation um with other memes like we've used like um tiktok trends and yeah. we've put them on our live video footage yeah it's different okay um but we'll when we do that we do use the hashtag for the trend so we'll use hashtag symphonic metal so hashtag your genre hashtag uh the meme or trends and then use the hashtags of things associated with your genre surrounding it. And then your band name hashtag or your branded hashtag. Um, so that's what we do on TikTok. Generally with Instagram, we kind of narrow it down to like three to five hashtags max. And just before we carry on on that, just out of curiosity, well, not out of curiosity, so everybody knows, um, you guys went, you guys did really good with, with the John Cena one, but you guys, but just to clarify, unless I'm misremembering, in which case, re uh, refresh my memory, you guys then didn't just do like five or six meme videos after that, right? No, I mean, we, I mean, we did, I wouldn't even say that that video was specifically a meme video. Really? Okay, fair. I thought it was, but okay. 
because it's because it's still a live music video true okay yeah true 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 good point so and we did try to do more videos like that on tiktok specifically but it wasn't like but what i'm saying is you guys didn't try to utilize it to turn into a meme into more trending type thing it was like you were trying to focus on the music right i don't really know what you're asking okay that's fine i'll i'll shut up then um anyways my main point is don't just use memes don't just use the trends only but you also want to focus on the music in addition to the trend is my only point that i'm trying to make on that one yeah the only go ahead holly well that's because i was just this kind of applies to everything really doesn't it it's like don't share the same type of post whatever it is all the time just keep it varied and, and mix it up and and we know like instagram likes it when you use all yeah. the different features so it's just kind of a yeah mix it up yeah yes. like a, a lot of people are using the um dancing guy right now and then they're just following it up with like you know the cat two cats staring at each other with music in the background <laughs> and then they're following it up with the john cat. cena thing or whatever and then they're following it up it's kind of like, i don't know I, I, that's the problem isn't it it does get yeah. a bit same it does um, when everyone does the exact same trend i guess so well yeah but especially but especially more what i'm saying is the band's doing it over and over like trying each yeah, yeah. one to see which one sticks and keep mm. mix it up yep yeah yep and i get it it's tempting because you think oh well if i do another trend maybe yeah. this one will go viral too but exactly it's okay if not all of your videos go viral like it's okay yeah I think my last point on the meme thing that I just want to say is um, I think it was Jenny. Maybe I'm misquoting who the person was. Maybe it was Julia. I don't remember. Maybe it was Holly. Um, but they, but one thing is that they said that to, to research uh, what is the top trending video right now, then just kind of try to make it your own at the same time without being a total copycat. I think it was Jenny that said something to that effect, but yeah, I think it was Jenny. Okay. Yeah. So, Try to make it your own. Don't be a copycat, but ride the trend, if that makes sense, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Right. Moving on, movie, film, game content that connects with your community is a good idea, I think, for um, for content ideas. So whether that's memes associated with that stuff, whether it's your personal, like a little video about why you like this and that thing that is kind of part of your aesthetic or part of your vibe that your community also connects with, um, or whether it's doing like a cover from a movie that you really like and feel you feel you really connect with. Um, these are all just kind of within the same realm of this other idea of things that you can share. Um, and all of the rules apply that we just talked about with memes, what we talked about with inspiring art or quotes, just apply that here. Um, moving on, because I don't want to spend too much time, too much more time on this. Okay. Um, you can also post practice videos. Um, one thing that I saw people doing would be like um, Jez from Carmaria. I'm going to give him a shout out. Um, he was posting for a while uh, playing Moonlight Sonata one BPM faster every day. And oh, wow. I, didn't, I missed that. Awesome. 
Yeah, and it was it was cool to see the progression and the improvement. And so you can use social media as a kind of tool, as an incentive to kind of hold you accountable if you're doing something like that. Another idea is like the 100 Days of Riffs Challenge, which my friend Yelena was working on and a lot of other guitarists did it. That's where you post a different riff every day um, or whatever. If you're a guitarist, you could learn a snippet from a new guitar solo every day, or you could learn, um, if you're a vocalist, you could be learning uh, a new hook from a song that you love. Um, and this doesn't have to be every day, but that's just, I'm just saying daily is good to, as a baseline, but you could do it like three times a week. You could do it once a week. Like one thing you could do, you could have kind of a pattern to your post and say like, oh, well, Monday, I'm going to post a practice video. And then okay. Wednesday, I'm going to post a behind the scenes. And then um, Friday, I'm going to do a meme or whatever. Like you can have that kind of plan for your videos and for your posts on social media. And then finally, social interactions. These are great to share online. So all that means is remember to take photos when you're out. And I'm really bad about this. <laughs> really bad about this. Like, I'm so sorry if I've ever seen you at a concert and not taken a picture with you. Um, I know that probably by the time I got home, I was like regretting that I didn't take a picture. So try to take pictures when you're out of concerts and you see friends or fellow musicians or what have you. And um, yeah, that's good content to share as well. Um, obviously you're not doing social interaction in order to share it. It's just a nice, it's just a nice gesture to kind of bring, bring the community together in a way, uh, in a public way. Well, it's also promoting the other individual too. Right, right. It's cross promotion. So. Yes, 100%. Um, one thing I do want to point out about this, I'm horrible at this too, Aaliyah, as you know, I, I, I most never post any pictures of myself. Holly's the same way with her social interactions, I notice. Um, so what what do you have for advice for getting into that habit? Because you do go through periods when you do that a lot. So like, how do you kind of, what's, what's the advice here? I don't really have any good advice. <laughs> Because it's so inconsistent for me. I'm like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, we should take a picture. Yeah. And then sometimes I just go a really long time with, even sometimes at the same event, mm -hmm. I will be like, oh, let's take a picture. And then the next person I talk to that I'm friends with, I don't think to take a picture with them. So same way. it's just a matter of trying to be more disciplined in your practices and um, just trying to remember. Cool. And it's really nice to have those photos as well, just for yourself. Even if you don't want to share them, it's nice to have them to remember the moments that you shared with friends. I agree on that. Um, Holly, do you have anything to add on this? I think it's just sort of practice because it's something that I am trying to do more. Um, I mean, part of the issue is I don't really leave the house. So I can't take that many photos with people if I'm not going out. <laughs> but, yes, um, true. That's why the yeah, other tip is to that. actually be social, go to concerts, exactly. do things. Um, yeah, so when I do leave the house, I am trying to do more. But it's like like you're saying, Aaliyah, you kind of just have to like train yourself a bit to remember to do it. And I guess maybe you can ask friends to remind you as well. Be like, if we're out at a gig or something and I'm not taking photos, you know, poke me. Please tell me to <laughs> take photos. So you could always do that kind of thing. Do we I honestly... Sorry, Lynn, go ahead. I was going to say, I honestly think that I stopped taking photos with people 
because I didn't want to be taking pictures with people just to post them online Uh, because it felt uh, disingenuous, you know? mm -hmm. And so you don't have to take photos just to show them online. I think you should just take photos to have them. And then if you decide later to post them online, by all means. I agree. Uh, Do we have a moment to cover the uh, interaction phase, uh, Aaliyah? The interaction phase? Well, public interaction. Because <laughs> I think mean? that's I think that's an important point that you brought, like not just to taking the pictures or anything like that, but bands should be going out and being active um by going to shows and active actively trying to stay noticed, if that makes sense. Not like again in a disingenuous way, but to actually, you know, make sure they stay relevant, people don't forget about them, kind of thing, right? So um what were you saying? Go ahead. Okay, I thought you were going to say. I was is there interested. a question coming? There is. So there is a question coming. So, because you do, you're good at this, Alita. I think you're good at this because you're frequently you're frequently out and about at shows and stuff like that. So, how would you suggest would be a way for bands to discipline themselves to actually make sure that they go out, attend events, make sure they stay relevant, keep connected with people. Cause you do it a lot. I know you do. So like, I go, I, I would say I go through phases and the, the sure. way that you do it is you keep a calendar yeah, and you make plans and, you know, and you hope, and you stick to those plans and you make commitments and you stick to your commitments, you know, um, that's, that's really all there is to it. Fair enough. I just see a lot of bands do not do that or also go to like maybe one show every six months and then they wonder why everybody forgot about them when they did their when they do their album and no one wants them to open a show or whatever or book them or anything like that right so that was my main thing yeah i mean i'm not i, I haven't gone to all of my friends shows ever you know i do try and make an effort to go um but yeah it's just about making an effort and just about writing putting it in a calendar helps you know and having a plan for your week helps So we don't have much time left. I wanted to move, I wanted to talk a little bit on the actual working on music aspect of things, but I don't think we have time to talk about it today. So maybe that will be the next C-Squad episode. Works for me. Um, so let's, I guess we can continue talking about being social if you want. All right. Um, one thing I wanted to mention too is is it's not just in person, but it's also online. Holly, I want to toot her horn right now, the fucking goat over here, is very good about this. Um, I know you don't think you are, but you're very good at this. You're always you're you're always liking things. You're commenting on things. Um, also, um, Aliyah's pretty good with this as well. I noticed because I always see her leaving comments and liking things and stuff like that. Um, but. Holly, you should kind of go over this a little bit because that's also how you joined C squared is because you were social online. So um, I think you need to you should say a couple words about this personally. That's that's interesting because I don't feel sociable. But um, <laughs> well, you're online sociable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, it's it's kind of just making an effort. I mean, you know, if you if you're going on your phone and you're scrolling through Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or whatever it is you're doing, then you might as well like and interact with stuff at the same time. And that's something that I try to do. Um, 
I don't necessarily do it all the time, but like, yeah, fans are popping up in my my feed, then I'll try and interact with it because it is kind of a, you know, it helps. You don't know if they're going to see you or maybe other people who, you know, you all know each other and then keep seeing each other popping up online. Um, and it's just kind of it's just kind of a nice thing to do as well because it only takes two seconds to like comment on a band and then you've given them interaction as well. So it's kind of like a mutual exchange. So. I agree. It's, it's like Holly always comes across as one of the most polite people online, I think, just because she's always liking stuff and interacting with things and sending me cat memes and stuff like that, too. Um, but yeah, you you and Sophia, basically, like pretty much almost anything I see in my feed, one of you two is, is liking something or commenting on something. So I don't know. I think it's noticeable and I think it's good for just goodwill and gets people to actually want to interact with you as a result. So shout out to you, Holly. Yeah. Yes, that's all very important. So we've had a really good discussion about what you should be doing on your social media during the in-between times, in-between releases. If you have something that you think that um, we forgot to mention, uh, please drop us a line, um, comment on our posts, send us a DM, whatever, uh, let us know. And maybe we'll mention it next time. And thank you, Holly. Thank you, Curtis, with this uh, great C-Squad episode. And everyone listening, thank you. And until next time, make like a bull and throw those horns up. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by following or subscribing to us, recommending it to your friends, or leaving us a review on your platform of choice. Thank you for listening to Heavy Business, brought to you by C-Squared Music.